Welcome to the HeatingHelp.com podcast, your source for HVAC tips and stories. I am your host, Erin Hollihan Haskell. In this episode, Dan Hollihan shares some advice on working with your spouse. He and his wife, the lovely Marianne, have been married for 47 years and in business together for 31 years. These are the secrets to their success. Let me tell you how to work with your spouse and still stay happily married. I think I can speak about this having been married to the lovely Marianne for almost 50 years and having been in business with her from 1989 until 2016 when we both retired. I feel pretty qualified to give you this advice on how to get uh, how to get by in business and still stay married. First of all, Define your goals. And by that, I mean clearly. Don't just say we're in business to make money. Spend a lot of time thinking about each other and what's important to you as a couple. For instance, when we started our business, the only goal we had was to put four daughters through really good colleges and all at the same time, which actually happened in 2000. We focused all of our efforts on that goal for years. And once we accomplished it, we had to redefine our goal. And we did. So what's really important to you and your partner? Whatever it is, define it and then use your business as a tool to get there. Don't get caught up in just chasing money for its own sake. Work towards something that defines you both as individuals and as a couple. Do this and your life will be richer. Next, decide who does what. Separate all the business responsibilities and do it based on talent. And then get out of each other's way And don't second-guess each other after one makes a decision. Recognize and revel in the other's talents. When we were first married, I did the checkbook. Why? Because my father did it in his house. But I'm horrible at math, and I soon proved it. On the other hand, Marianne shines in this department. So she was the bookkeeper and the finance whiz in our business. I got out of her way. She leaves me alone to write stories and do marketing, and it's a solid partnership forged through past experiences and most of all, humility. If you don't know how to be the best at with something and somebody else does, let them do it. Next, decide whether to grow or to stay small. Staying small in the service business can create a lot of stress. There are only so many billable hours in a year, and the more time you spend working, the less time you'll have as a couple. Working around the clock is a wonderful way to get divorced. If you decide that your business should grow, you're going to need employees. And if you manage them correctly and treat them right, they'll become your products. And that will move you from being a service business into a product business. The result is that you'll have more time for each other, which is very nice. Speaking of employees, treat them as you would be treated. I'm assuming one or both of you once worked with someone else and probably got disgusted with the way you were treated by that old boss. This is how most couple businesses get started. So when it comes time to hire people, don't forget what probably drove you into your business in the first place. If some stinking boss treated you poorly, please don't do the same thing to your employees. Keep that door to the past open and never forget. Treat your employees as you wish your old boss had treated you, and they'll stay with you. It's the best way I know of to keep good people, and you'll be on your way to getting that product business rather than a service business. Now, something else to consider. Don't be an idiot. If you're wrong, admit it and then shut up. It's okay to be wrong. 
but it often takes years to learn that. Learn humility and kindness. Never ever ridicule your partner in front of other people in an attempt to cover up your own failings. When you're wrong, say so, move on, and have a good laugh. And learn how to compromise. Ah, I tell you, when you learn how to compromise, you'll be on your way toward wisdom. Next, and I know this one's going to sound a little crazy, but if you're going to fight, and you will fight, fight only in public. I don't think it's possible to be in a business with a spouse without fighting. A good fight is like a pressure relief valve on a boiler. But if you're going to fight, do it in a public place. Marianne and I have our blowouts at a local restaurant that we love. Being there in public means we have to be civil to each other. Sounds crazy, but it works. And keep the focus on your, of your discussion on business issues. Don't make it personal, and don't bring household issues into it. When you're done, make up. Never go to sleep without making up. And never involve the kids in your business fights or fight in their presence. Children are too fragile to be used as bludgeons. Keep your customers out of your bedroom. Literally. <laughs> Separate the business from your personal life. These people have no business being in bed, psychologically speaking, with the two of you. Leave them outside. And never, ever worry about money. I'm serious about this. Time is the only true commodity. And as long as you both have time, the money will take care of itself. The best way we knew how to wreck a husband and wife relationship is for one of you to both to obsess over money. Try this. Instead of focusing on money, focus on your customer's problems. Within their problems, you will find all the money you will ever need. Trust me, it's true. If you can come up with solutions for what's bothering them, they will come to you and you will have the money. And once you get the money, take the lottery test. If two of you hit, hit it big on the lottery, would you give up this business of yours? And if the answer is a resounding yes, then the two of you should seriously consider giving up the business right now and go find something else to do. I say this because your marriage is tied to that business. And if that business is making you so miserable that you long to win the lottery so that you can get out of it, then that business will eventually hurt your marriage. And your marriage is supposed to be more important than your business, right? Speaking of getting out, you got to figure a way out as you're getting in. How will you retire? When will you retire? Are you building something that's saleable? If not, why not? Or do the two of you plan on working until the day after the funeral? If so, if you love it that much, make sure that this business is a true labor of love and not a necessity. If you're in it up to your ears now, you got to think about how you're going to get out and when. And don't stress. Stress kills. Schedule daily exercise, take mini vacations, go walk on the beach or in the park or sneak off to an early movie. Be a couple, stay in love, appreciate the yin and the yang of your business. There will always be good and bad days. Keep in mind that no one ever carved on a tombstone how many service calls that person made or how much money they were both worth or how many phone calls that person took from nasty customers. Don't stress. Remember, you're just in the business that you're in. It's not like you're delivering plasma. It's not life and death. Take vacations. It's nearly impossible for a couple in business to leave the business at home when away on vacation. But vacations are crucial to a good marriage. So take them at least once a year. And besides, if you love what you do, it's not such a bad idea to take the thing along with you. I've gotten some mighty fine business ideas while sitting on a porch in Cape May, New Jersey. It's okay to pack the business. Just leave the customers behind. Take vacations. What you don't spend on vacations, you will spend on doctors. Give to charity. Do it because it will help you both step away from your day-to-day -day problems and consider those who are less fortunate than you are. 
Your good example will also have a tremendous impact on your kids, if you're lucky enough to have kids. And that giving comes back to you a thousand times. It really does. And finally, hug your kids. I've been saying that for most of my life. Looking for a solid business goal? Hug your kids. You've got to be with them and hug them, to hug them. So don't work 24-7. Find the time to watch the soccer game, go to the scout meeting, the karate lesson, the school dances. Make your kids a part of your business by scheduling plenty of time for them, just as you do with your customers. And just as you wouldn't do with your customers, never burden your kids with your business problems when they're young or even when they're old. Please let them be kids and find the time for them. Find it every day. Hug your kids. Thanks to Dan Hollihan for his thoughtful advice, and thank you for listening. Visit us in our discussion forum at HeatingHelp.com to share your advice on working with family.